are taking over your airwaves. In three, two, one, 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 one. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Binge Buster Show, coming to you right here in the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, I'm excited about tonight's podcast. We Hope to bring you, you, you listeners to podcast this week. Uh, tonight's kind of an impromptu podcast. I thought a lot going on in the wrestling world and, uh, and also uh, within, uh, you know, uh, everything that's going on now with, with the Oscars and Will Smith, uh, I thought this would be a good night to uh, talk about the subjects of, uh, you know, Will Smith got popular overnight and, and uh, from where he slapped uh chris rock so i thought chris and i would get together tonight and talk about the times where wrestlers uh slapped somebody uh and uh that wasn't part of the show or maybe it was part of the show but uh before we get started i want to bring on my co-host i'm talking about rock and roll playboy chris plano chris what's going on Ooh, terrific, Tony. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. We're into late March and early April, and you know what that means every year. It's time for WrestleMania week, and there's a lot happening just overall in the world of professional wrestling. And excited about tonight's show. I really appreciate you squeezing this one in. It's, it's perfect timing for everything happening in wrestling and in just mainstream media as well. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, <laughs> when uh, last night, man, I, I had a hard time going to sleep. I was uh, doing some research, and uh, when I finally lay down and went to bed, I thought, well, I'm going to look at Facebook before I go to sleep. And I looked on, and I saw all these people commenting about Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, and I'm like, what? So I got on YouTube and started uh, searching, and I was blown away uh, at exactly what happened there. And I know – Everybody's got their own opinion. Uh, but, Chris, were, were you able to watch that whole video of, of the whole altercation? Uh, you, you know, Tori, I really haven't watched the whole video. I, I've seen some bits and clips in here and there, and, and there's various opinions of what happened. This thing seems like it's getting more serious, more hour by the hour as things kind of un, unfold. But, uh, you know, this is live television. There's a lot happening in the world, uh, a lot going on. And uh, I I don't know. Man. I, have to say, I think this was on the impromptu on the fly kind of stuff going on last night at the Oscars. Yeah, I think, uh, and and again, the listeners don't get mad at me for my opinion. But this is, this is what, when I looked at the video, uh, this is my take on it, Chris. So, when Chris Rock made his comment about GI Jane Part Two, um, everybody in the in the place was popping and laughing. Um, even Will Smith, he was laughing. Uh, then the camera panned away, and when it and then all of a sudden you see um, Will Smith walking, you know, into camera view, walking up on stage, and then you know smacking smacking the crap out of Chris Rock. But my take on this is this is what happened, okay? I, and again, this isn't you know th- this isn't the facts. This is just my uh, 
educated opinion on what happened uh, during this uh, altercation. When Chris Rock made the comment and everyone started laughing, including Will Smith, he was cracking up too. Um, I believe when the cameras panned away, uh, Mrs. Smith was like, are you seriously going to let this guy disrespect me like that? You better get up there and handle this. And at that point, he was embarrassed because his wife spanked him at the table. And so he had to go up there and uh, show uh, Chris Rock how tough he was. Um, but Chris, I have to say, uh, my hat's off to Chris Rock because he was a total professional. Uh, you could tell like he was, he was shocked, but at the same time, he maintained his composure much better man than me. Cause I'll tell you something right now, Chris, uh, a man smacks me in the face like that, whether I said something to provoke him or not, uh, somebody's getting their ass whooped and I don't know if it's going to be me. Yeah, I don't know. It's live television, a lot going on. And, uh, um, you know, people's reactions, temperaments, um, hothead, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, it, uh, it, you know, the Oscars got some ratings last night. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. (laughs) During and post and now today, Tony, with social media and everything happening, I mean, it's just, it just, everything just blows up. I mean, and, yeah. and it blows up and, and that's just it. I mean, it's just, it's just the way we live now and, and the, um, whether it's, you know, TV, radio, newspaper, social media, you name it. There's just so many platforms now. Everything is just under a microscope and when, scope, excuse me. And when something happens, it's like just putting a, a match to, to gasoline and it explodes. Yeah, um, I agree, and and not only that, it's it's kind of like what what you said, um, you know, th- this day and time, um, with social media and um, well, all the social media platforms and live TV, um, news travels extremely fast uh, compared to how it used to travel, and it seems like everyone, uh, you know. Nowadays, you, you, you get the inside scoop on a lot of stuff because a lot of people take to Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, uh, you name it, um, and voice their opinion. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure the whole story, but I could tell you, um, you know, Will Smith has, was definitely, um, he was definitely emotional, um, after the fact. And, uh, uh, but you know, uh, it's kind of like one of those things where once, you know, the crazy thing is he slapped the man on live television. Uh, if Chris ever decided to go back and press charges, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, Chris. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are so many camera angles and film on this thing. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, this could get, I'm, I'm sure between both of them, this is going to get worked out, uh, hopefully in a positive way you would hope. And this wouldn't overshadow the Oscars. Um, to be honest with you, Tony, everything happening in the world. And I don't want to downplay the Oscars. There's just so much going on just in, in, I didn't even realize the Oscars were even happening last night. Yeah. <laughs> to well, be that, honest with uh, you until this incident happened, I honestly did not even know it was even taking place last night. So if it wasn't for the incident, I probably would not even know the Oscars were taking place. Yeah, same here, Chris. I was I, I I was completely unaware. Of course, 
you know, I don't watch a lot of television anyway. Um, most, uh, no, I know f- for me to be a podcast host, you would think I'd, I would take in a lot of stuff, but I do a lot, a lot of my research, um, on the web, but, um, right. But I, I just, I just don't watch TV, um, very much. I mean, in my house, we have three TVs. Um, I, rarely ever turn mine on once in a while here in my studio i will turn on my tv and i'll watch uh you know some old matches uh on the network um but other than that i mean i don't really watch a lot of stuff um i don't go see movies i, I know i probably sound really lame <laughs> but i just right. don't i just don't um you know my uh my form of entertainment mostly is <laughs> dealing with my seven-year-old uh who definitely keeps me uh, on my toes but um I, I just don't get into television uh, like I used to. Now, when I was younger, you know, um, dude, I was, I was every night, man, uh, my, my ritual is I would have dinner and then I would go to bed. And uh, of course this, this was back before, you know, you have, um, uh, streaming, uh, but I would go to, to the local blockbuster. Now this is going really, really going to age me, but I would go to the local blockbuster and I would always go in there where they'd have their movies like, you know, three for $20 or two for 20 or whatever the case. And I'd just buy, right. I'd just buy movies and bring them home and I'd watch them. And, uh, you know, I yeah, never, no. yeah. I never wanted cable vision. <laughs> I, 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 it's crazy. But, um, once, uh, WCW, uh, shut down in 2001, uh, during that time I was going through a pretty nasty divorce, um, and Chris, I went from the, uh, penthouse to the outhouse cause my ex-wife cleaned my clock. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know something, Chris, I, I, I built my, I built myself back up and, uh, it right. took, it took me a few years and, um, a lot of humbling, but I got there and, uh, now I look around me and I'm like, wow, I'm doing way better now than I ever have in my entire life. Uh, and it right. comes from just working, you know, working a lot and, uh, picking up any kind of little, extra thing on the side and you know whatever but um but it was just it's crazy how i just don't see a lot of tv so so last night uh when i when i see these people posting on social media about will smith slapping uh chris rock i'm like i gotta see what's going on here so i went on youtube and found it and i was like man this is great but it's blowing up <laughs> but but watching that and i was sitting here uh when, whenever you text me a little bit ago and it, and it dawned on me i'm like you know People are making such a great big deal about Will Smith going up and slapping Chris Rock at the uh, at the Grammys, but but you know our podcast is about pro wrestling, and um, and I just kind of went in there talking about Will Smith for a second because I want to build this up. Um, you know, the first time uh, that I can remember uh, seeing a, a wrestler slap somebody who was not quote say uh, in, in you know in the business or a wrestler. Uh, would have to be in 1982 when Jerry the King Lawler went on the David Letterman show with Andy Kaufman. Uh, now, this was after the fact that Andy Kaufman had been going around the Memphis territory, Lawler's territory, incidentally, um, and basically was making fun of wrestlers, uh, but he was doing—he was the intergender champion. Uh, he was beating females. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Lawler challenged him to a match, and, of course, Jerry Lawler piledrove him right there in the— and the world right. world famous Memphis um, Mid South Coliseum. Uh, so the two come on to the David Letterman show to kind of quote talk it out, um, and that's when things really took a turn and really made people go, okay, 
a lot of people at this time were starting to think wrestling was was you know fake or, or show business or whatnot. But when but when Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler went on the David Letterman show, and when Jerry Lawler smacked uh, Andy Kaufman pretty much out of his chair. Uh, and then they went to commercial break, came back with Kaufman just, you know, ranting and raving and cursing and swearing. Uh, it really made a lot of people stop and go, wait a minute, maybe this wrestling stuff is real. Yeah, it was a great angle. It was a great angle for Jerry Lawler and for Memphis wrestling, obviously. I mean, they capitalized tremendously on this. Um, you know, you're going you're going back to a time where the only way you could really see what took place was if you watched it on television or if another uh, broadcast covered it or you followed it in magazines or newspaper. So it was an interesting time, you know, and I know they brought it on a national stage and it brought great exposure. I mean, we're going pre WrestleMania here. Um, You know, it, it was a great, and I think for Jerry Lawler, it was a great regional storyline for him and for Memphis Wrestling, for himself, for Andy Kaufman. And he was capitalizing on Kaufman's popularity as well, obviously. But at the end of the day, it worked. I mean, you know, at the, you know, but, and, but it was a great, so what we saw last night, you know, staged, not staged, maybe staged, uh, you know, whatever it may be. We've seen this before, this kind of stuff in different kind of settings, certainly. And I know we have another slap to talk about later on in the episode. So, yeah, but at that time in the early eighties, a great way to sell professional wrestling for ticket sales at a live event. We're not even talking pay-per-views at this point. Right. I mean, yeah. you're not talking even simulcast at all. This is just selling tickets at potential future house shows, you know, in a city that might be coming to you. Yeah, and 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 during the during this particular time, um, you know, the um, Jerry Lawler's promotion, uh, Mid South Wrestling, um, they were running shows there at the Mid South Coliseum every, uh, I think, every Monday night. Um, and uh you know it was a uh, uh, you know it was it was a great time because uh, during this time you know a lot of up and coming wrestlers that are that became huge stars were really starting to break ground during this time i'm talking people like bobby eaton and Jer- uh, jimmy the mouth of the south heart and uh of course jerry lawler and bill dundee and jimmy valiant and all those guys were were there in mid south in memphis and memphis mm-hmm. was on fire back then and oh, it uh, was and and I and I think if 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 Memphis could have got the world, uh, you know, uh, you know, exposure the way the WWF done, um, I don't really see that the WWF would have would have probably been as big as they had because Memphis was on fire. Memphis was on fire. They 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 were on fire and and they they were drawing the fans, you know, to the to the house shows. I think at the end of the day, they just didn't have the TV contracts. Yeah. Really, uh, that yeah. they needed to go national yeah. is really what it was. And and even the way Memphis was portrayed back then, 
albeit the magazines, Tony, that came out, you know, every month, it was portrayed as this, you know, regional territory that didn't, you know, break out geographically and go to, you know, all different parts of the country. So that might've hindered it a little bit. I, I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and talk to it from afar, but that's how at least I look at it. But you're also all going at a time where, you know, <laughs> you know, I was only 11 or 12 years old as well. So. Right. Yeah. Same here. I mean, uh, I was very young during this time, but, um, but definitely, uh, that, that, that was a big story, uh, you know, in 1982, um, which, which, which takes us as we were kind of alluding to the WWF, uh, that takes us to probably the most popular, uh, and most talked about segment, uh, when, uh, right before WWF at the time, uh, started doing Saturday night's main event, uh, another, um, time when, uh, wrestler wrestling was questioned whether it was real or whether it was fake uh probably the most popular time was uh when um you know uh david schultz uh went on there with john stossel and uh john stossel to uh david schultz's face called wrestling fake and i've got a clip uh about this that i want to play right now for the people so especially some of the younger uh listeners at home that may not may have never even heard of this or seen this but this is david schultz uh confronting um john stossel i think this is fake you think it's fake what's that is that fake Huh? What the hell's wrong with you? That's open hand slap, huh? You think it's fake? You come like that with this face? Easy, easy. Huh? What do you mean? Face. So that right there, uh, what was was the actual video of uh, John? Uh, I'm sorry, of uh, David Schultz slapping uh, John Stossel not once but twice. He slapped both sides of his face. Uh, of course, then uh, you know, of course, John Stossel ended up suing. Uh, and, uh, and from what I understand, he got quite a bit of, uh, money, but, um, but Dr. D was, uh, one of those kind of guys where, you know, you gotta think about it in the eighties, uh, you know, to, to even go tell a wrestler that what they doing is fake. Uh, it almost, Chris, at that point, you're almost writing your, writing your, uh, your, uh, your, uh, tombstone. You know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, David Schultz, you know, Probably at this time, you know, it was an interesting time in professional wrestling when this happened. It was really almost, you know, the explosion of the WWF at this point. And I really truly think Vince McMahon has some plans for David Schultz. Yeah, yeah. Within the WWF with Hulk Hogan, the World Heavyweight Championship. And this particular incident probably hurt David Schultz in his career more than anything else. Yes. Because he, I really truly think Vince was ready to give this guy a run. He was the perfect heel at the perfect time. Um, The WrestleMania one match could even have been different than what it was potentially, but he was protecting the business. We get it. I'll go even to my mother who still watches wrestling today. My mom loved David Schultz. She loved Roddy Piper and those guys. When she saw that happen, 
My mom actually, believe it or not, and she's a wrestling fan and still a wrestling fan today, actually lost a lot of respect for David Schultz. That maybe it could have been handled a little differently. You know, it, was he the right guy to be doing this thing? There could have been a bunch of other guys that could have been doing this interview. You know, but whatever happened, happened. And you almost kind of wonder how far Davis Schultz could have gotten the WWF if not for this one incident that garnered national attention. Yeah. Um, I agree with, with you a hundred percent. Um, and I believe I've, I've heard stories that, um, that he was putting there. Uh, I, I think I, I heard a podcast or something with David Schultz or an, inter- or an interview or something where he said that he felt like, um, you know, there was other people there, that were talking, uh, you know, you know, the reporters were around, and Vince knew that the only person that was going to stand up to them uh, would have been David Schultz, and that's probably why mm-hmm. he put him in that position. Um, and uh, uh, but that was probably the most famous uh, time mm-hmm. uh, when someone other than in the business <laughs> got slapped by another wrestler, uh, not once right. but twice. I mean, David jacked his jaws twice. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's just, uh, it happens. And, uh, and even to this day, man, David Schultz is still, um, he's still alive and kicking. Um, yep. he's 66 years old. He's living, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's living, uh, I believe he's still living in, in the great state of Tennessee. And, uh, man, he's, uh, you know, he, he's been, he started wrestling the same year I was born, Chris which was a, mm-hmm. a long time ago since, since I just had a birthday last week. But, uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I think David Schultz would, would have been a huge star. Um, had it not been for, uh, the, um, you know, this, this, this incident with, uh, John Stossel there from NBC. So, uh, absolutely. You know, and he was, you know, David Schultz was the perfect heel, great personality, knew how to work the crowd, you know, um, but, but was a hothead too, <laughs> you know, and, uh, yes. you know, here and there and it, it you know, just, uh, you know, a, a, a tough, it was an interesting time for wrestling just overall. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, and I tell you, Chris, I really missed the, those days, you know, looking back on me as, you know, and it could just be because this was the particular time that I first started watching wrestling, but I feel like some of the best days of wrestling, was from 83 to 87. Oh, absolutely. That was the blow-up. That was the cable the Cablevision blow-up uh, where wrestling went worldwide. It was, it was like the end of the territory days. Um, it was where wrestlers became, uh, you know, more or less uh, superheroes versus uh, just, you know, wrestlers that you kayfabed and everything, but, uh, right. Um, they, right. They became worldwide superstars, national superstars. They were getting national attention. And then there was still the, 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 the cloud of, is this real? Is this pre-planned? Is this scripted? Is it half and half? Is it, you know, are they enemies? Really? And right. there was a lot of that going on too. I mean, and, and, and wrestling, You know, and Tony, we talk about this wrestling and music and rock and roll and MTV. 
they paralleled each other. They jumped on the cable TV bandwagon. Yeah. And that's what they did. And and Vince McMahon did it. And so did Ted Turner. Oh yeah. And, and, and I believe, you know, you and I touched on this on a previous podcast, but we, Mm -hmm. we talked about how it it was just like you said, the perfect storm, uh, MTV came out, cable vision came out, right. The WWF went worldwide. Crockett bought into Ted Turner, uh, and was on the superstation. So it was everything just, you know, the, all the planets aligned and, uh, and everything was, was perfect and beautiful. Like I said, from about 83 to 87, uh, that was like, and even maybe in, even in the 88, um, but by 89, it was starting to change a, a lot and, uh, just wasn't, uh, the product that it was years past. Um, but uh, it was a great time for, for sure. Oh, no, it changed drastically. And you're going into a while. 89 was an interesting year. I was a, I was a, I graduated high school in 89, giving away my age here on the, on the show, which is fine. But it, it, it changed drastically, and it continued to change into the 90s. And this wasn't the same as the mid-80s. No. I mean, and... But ninety six, you know, I mean, right, right. But 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 then it boomed again, ninety six, ninety seven, mm-hmm. with the influx of the NWO and Hogan Correct. and all that kind of thing. Um, so, but to me, it still wasn't. I mean, wrestling was big. The Monday Night Wars were really cool. It was a great time uh, during that time. I, I enjoyed it, but I still didn't enjoy it like I did eighty three to eighty seven. I mean, I, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna say that. Um, but it's just how it is. But, uh, uh, now Chris get, getting on to some other news in the wrestling world. Um, I saw online today, uh, Ric Flair has, you know, has his podcast. Um, and I hear, or I read today that he and Mark Madden had a falling out and, uh, mm. Mark Madden is now no longer with the, the woo nation podcast. Oh boy. Uh, Flair is going to start doing the podcast again with, uh, with his son-in-law and, uh, <laughs> it's going to be wild. Wow. Uh, but it was so, you know, if, if you get a chance, go on the, go on the, on Flair's Twitter page and, uh, read some of the, uh, the arguing back and forth between he and Mark Madden. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was definitely something to see Chris. Yeah, the nature boy, you never know what's going to ha- go, what happened with him. It's too bad. I mean, they had a great relationship and, you know, hopefully they could repair it or if they've hit a little bump in the road, get around it. And you never know what's going on, Tony, with this stuff. I mean, yeah. podcasts, interviews, who's booking who, what's going on. It's, um, it's a crazy time right now. Yeah. It really the is. Pro wrestling industry and <clears throat> at the national level, at the independent level and, Everywhere in between, you don't know, it's like who's going where and what, and <laughs> it's like what's going on. And, but maybe it's good for the business overall. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, I do know, Chris, that uh, we, um, you know, talking about the wrestling business, uh, right now the NAWA is um, mm-hmm. putting on a tremendous, uh, tremendously large show coming up uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, in Lenore, and right now we're going to take a break um, and uh, and uh, play that little clip for you. Uh, right now, as NAWA is our sponsor of our show this week, uh, we'll be right back right after this. The NAWA presents the benefit for the Caldwell County Crime Stoppers. 
Saturday, April 30th at Gamewell Middle School in Lenore, North Carolina. On this tremendous card, you will see in action the Rock and Roll Express versus Myrick Moore and Mike Mon. The Barbarian and Golden Gladiator number two take on B&B and Johnny Ryder. Mr. Number One George South takes on A.J. Frost. Plus, see in action the Burke County Boys, the Saturday Night Superstar Tony Benz, Max Carnage, Ted, Axel Jaggers, and many more. That's Saturday, April 30th at Gamewell Middle School, Lenore, North Carolina. 3210 Gamewell School Road, Lenore, North Carolina. Also see meet and greet, have your picture taken with the perfect 10 baby doll or demolition axe. That's Saturday, April 30th, Gamewell Middle School. Tickets, VIP, $12. General admission, only 10. Kids, $5. And all children, five and under, are free with paying adults. That's Saturday, April 30th, at Gamewell Middle School, NAWA presents the benefit for the Caldwell County Crime Stoppers. Saturday, April 30th, Gamewell Middle School, Lenore, North Carolina. Be there. Man, Chris, that 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 show is going to be Ooh. it's going to be on fire. Um, and uh, incidentally, if you go to the NAWA webpage. Uh, I believe on the Facebook page, rather, um, in the next couple of days, I think they're going to be announcing some of the some more matches signed. And uh, yours truly, uh, I've been. Uh, I, I, I will tell you, I am uh, in a gauntlet match wrestling four other guys, and uh, so I got my work cut out, Chris. But I, I think I'm, I'll be able to pull that one out. Man, boy, I'm going to tell you what Tony Lenore is going to be on fire Saturday, April 3rd. You're talking. Ricky Martin, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, WWE Hall of Famers. You got Barbarian on the show, Demolition Axe signing autographs, the Perfect Ten Baby Doll, and Mr. Number One, George South. Tony, I know you're going to be ready for your match. It, Lenore is going to be on fire. You're looking for some family fun entertainment at reasonable prices. That is the show to be at. You won't get any closer, any closer to the wrestlers show up at Lenore and you'll be taking pictures, getting autographs and see a great night out of wrestling for, for the family and friends. Yeah, it's definitely going to, going to be a great fun time. And then one last thing I, uh, I want to touch on before we uh, close the podcast out. What about the major announcement, Chris triple H retires? Boy. Yeah. I mean, uh, triple H is, is retiring from the professional wrestling business. And, uh, you know, he's going to, Hang up the boots. You know, we, I mean, Tony, we, 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 we've seen this many, many times. The guys have hung the boots up and they somehow want to get back in the ring. But I think for Triple H, you know, I think this is it for him. I mean, uh, you know, he, we obviously he has some, you know, you know, conditions with him, you know, medical wise that is making, I think, this decision somewhat. But he's done so much for the business. I mean, you could go back in his career. You know, in, in WCW, WWF, WWE, all the angles. Um, you know, he he married into the most famous family in professional wrestling with marrying Stephanie McMahon uh, in real life. So, God, he's done so much for the business. Whether you, whether you like him, you hate him, you got to respect for what he did for the business. 
Um, and, and, you know, and, and he really made a name for himself over the years and, uh, drew a lot of money, however you want to look at it. And, um, you know, he's going to go down as, as one of the best overall. Yeah, I think so too. And I, and I think right now at this time, um, it's probably a, a great time for him to retire. I, I know he has some medical issues going on, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's probably, you know, it, it's, it's, inev- it's, it's inevitable, you know, it's going to happen to all of us at some point. Um, and then one last thing, the, uh, uh, the hall of fame, I understand there's two, two new announcements I heard over the last couple of days. Of course, the big mm-hmm. one, the undertaker, but I also heard today yeah. that the Steiner brothers are being inducted. Yeah. And actually, yeah, I just heard a little while ago, Tony, uh, you know, Rick and Scott Steiner are going to be inducted, you know, into the, uh, WWE hall of fame. And obviously the undertaker has been heavily promoted over the last couple of months, several months, you know, leading up to, to, to WrestleMania this upcoming weekend. But Hey, the Steiners, great tag team, you know, obviously their record speaks for itself through, you know, through the NWA and WCW and, 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 you know, across the board, and even, even from a singles competition as well, Rick and Scott, you know, stepped into the singles action, you know, you know, pitcher too. So, well-deserved congratulations to them. And, and, and what a great class being inducted this year. You, you, you know, obviously with, with the undertaker being, you know, the flagship, you, you know, one being, you know, inducted this year, but what a great class overall. It's going to be on fire in, in Dallas, Texas this weekend. And um, it's a, just a great next, you know, seven days leading up to this weekend into the state of Texas and um, you know, good for them. And, AT&T Stadium in Jerry's World with the Dallas Cowboys play is, is going to be um, center stage this upcoming weekend. Yeah, it's going to be great. And, of course, the highlight, I think, of WrestleMania this year, not only is Undertaker being inducted, but it's the return of probably the most famous wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin, making his return to the <laughs> ring. Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, That's, yeah, right. that, that is the one match that I definitely want to see. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've been building this angle with Kevin Owens up for several weeks now. They're actually, uh, you know, will we see Stone Cold Steve Austin sometime this week on television leading up to WrestleMania remains to be seen. But it's a perfect scenario. WrestleMania is in Texas. You know, Stone Cold is getting back in the ring after a good number, a very good number of years. Kevin Owens, they, they built the angle up. It's good. It's definitely going to draw national attention, obviously, you know, and, uh, and, and for Austin, you know, this probably could be it as far as him getting back into the ring and, uh, yeah. you know, whether he's going to continue going any further. And, uh, um, all I'm going to say is Tony, Hey, listen, anything, anything could happen when they both get in the ring, but I have a gut feeling my gut feeling is and i'm just gonna say this kevin owens may have bitten off maybe a little more than he can chew going to the state of texas with uh the crowd that'll be behind stone cold with his music hits that's yeah. just my oh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be predict but he yeah. might have bitten off a little more yeah now which uh, <laughs> have you have you heard which night that that that, that uh those two are wrestling or are they wrestling i the think first that's going to be angled towards sunday night i have sunday a gut well okay. no well i know definitely roman reigns and brock lesnar are sunday night i shouldn't say it'll either be saturday or sunday yeah um we'll, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out it, it, it's so confusing now to me a little bit it's, it's two nights and i get it and 
Um, you know, and I, you know, there's just so many matches now. There's so many, you know, the roster's so big in WWE now. They they really have to break it out to two nights, and you know, it's like it's almost like eight hours of WrestleMania yeah. in two days, where they they just can't do it in one day anymore because. If you do it in one day, everyone's not going to be on the show unless you're unless you're doing thirty man battle royals in both in both the men's division. Right. Everyone's not going to be on the show. Right, it's exactly. kind of a little crazy in a way. Well, you know, um, incidentally, last last year WrestleMania was in Tampa, Florida, and I right. happened to be on vacation. Christian, I'm sure you remember this, but I happened to be on vacation right. with my family uh, in Orlando. So, um, I decided to take a break from the family. And, uh, of course my wife said, you know, you may never get to see another WrestleMania, so you should go. So I ended up going to one of the nights. I think I went to the, I went to the first night, um, there at uh, Tampa Bay stadium. And unfortunately during that time, as you know, in Florida, the storms come and uh, they can come in pretty quick. Uh, so, uh, the WrestleMania was, uh, postponed, uh, several, th- several times was postponed because of the storms, but, uh, we made it through and I, I, I can, I can put down in my, in my books that I have, I did go to a WrestleMania, um, but uh, the uh, yeah, you yeah. slipped down I four down from Orlando to Tampa to Raymond James Stadium, and it, yep. yeah, you caught it, man. You were there. Yeah, I was you there. Were there. Um, but I, I I made the whole day. I made it a whole day of wrestling because before I went to uh, WrestleMania, I drove down to Clearwater Beach, uh, tried to go and see Hulk Hogan's shop, but uh, the storm came and man, it was raining so hard, like the it's like it's like the rain was coming from the ground instead of from the sky. Uh, so I missed out on that. And then of course, traffic getting off that Island back to Tampa was, was brutal. Uh, but I made it and, uh, I got to go to WrestleMania and, uh, seen some pretty cool matches and, um, you know, got back home and, uh, or back to, uh, our uh, little uh, house that we were staying at. Uh, and then the next day I was back at Disney, uh, having the time of my life, but I made, I made, I had my WrestleMania moment as you can say, um, and I have, and you know, I know I've been making some predictions on here, Tony, and and you know, I, you know, we, you bought, you and I both live in the Charlotte, North Carolina metro area. I have a gut feeling. I have a gut feeling somewhere down the road there will be a WrestleMania here in Charlotte. I, I have, I, I, yeah. I believe it. I think it's going to happen with 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 David Tepper, who owns the Carolina Panthers, and now the new Charlotte uh, Football Club MLS soccer team. You know, his goal is to get these marquee events here. And I, I really think if they could hold a WrestleMania in the Meadowlands in East Rutherford, New Jersey, this time of year, I think we'll eventually see one here in Charlotte. And who knows, Tony, you might be seeing a second WrestleMania, um, you know, right in your backyard. And, and that would be a treat for this area. Yes. Uh, being sure. Ric Flair country. <laughs> yeah, well. for sure. That, 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 that is That is the truth. Uh, well, well, fans, we uh, want to appreciate you listening in to our podcast and uh, make sure that you go on the uh, NAWA Facebook page and purchase uh, your tickets on our um, on our uh, the uh, links to our podcast. There is actually a spot there where you can click on and purchase your, your pre-sale tickets for the NAWA. So make sure you do that. Uh, come by and see me. I'll, I'll have a little souvenir table uh, with pictures and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm going to have, uh, most of my championship belts with me. So if, uh, you, know, you fans want to get a picture with me or with my belts, 
Uh, you can. And Chris, I've got a new item that I've added to my gimmick table that some of the fans may, some of the older fans mm-hmm. here in the Carolinas might be inter- interested in. But I have a Heavenly Bodies ring jacket that the fans can Whoa. put on and get their picture taken in. Yeah. Uh, it's made, I mean, it's a beautiful jacket. It's a crushed black velvet with uh, rhinestones and uh, sequins, and it's just a beautiful jacket. Uh, and, uh, but I have, I have one, so, uh, uh I'm, I'm going to be wearing it that, that night. So, uh, make sure that, you know, you fans make, uh, that, that, you know, come to the show, we'll be able to see it. And of course I'll have pictures, uh, on the Facebook page, but beautiful jacket, Chris. Absolutely. You don't see those kind of jackets laying around too much anymore. And you might even have a couple of takers. I and you may want to buy it. Hey, <laughs> as, uh, hey, everything's well. for sale except for my wife and my kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, Tony, it's going to be an exciting time, Lenore, and we're going to have plenty of times to talk about that between now and when that show happens, and uh, it'll be on fire, and it, we'll talk more about the NAWA, and they got some great things cooking up there as well. Yep, and then also uh, one of our other sponsors, which um, I will have their commercial ready for next week, but the the Patriotic Wrestling Federation that runs shows there in South Carolina, uh, Chris, they are putting on a barn burner of a show coming up over the next few uh in the next few weeks uh they are signing some tremendously large stars uh to come and uh you definitely you know want want to keep your eyes out i can tell you that um ftr is coming to their next show so uh you definitely want to make plans to uh to um, get there and meet them uh the last show that the pwf put on they had the hardy boys and it was a jam-packed uh arena uh, some great wrestling action, and uh, um, it was it was a great time. And so, uh, you definitely don't don't want to miss any of their shows as well. Uh, wrestling here in the Carolinas, man, is is is, is on fire. It's cooking. Uh, just got to make sure that um, you know if 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 you can uh, get there, make sure you do because you're you're definitely going to going to see some great action. You're you're going to see stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, future stars, um, and it's it just it, it's that de- you, you definitely get a bang for your book. Absolutely, and uh, great independent wrestling in the area. Yeah, PWF is cooking down there in South Carolina. Obviously, we know coming off their uh, recent Clover High School show, they're going to be back in the area as well. And hey, these guys are bringing television talent to your hometown. You got to check it out. It's up close. It's personal. It's intimate. And you have a chance to say, hey, I got out on a Friday and Saturday night, had a great time, whether you're by yourself, with, with, with your uh, loved one, the kids, whatever the situation may be, pro wrestling's coming to your town, and, and, and you, you can't beat it, Tony, and there's just so much happening. It's exciting. I know there's a lot of crazy things, a lot of negativity and crazy things going on in the world, but what a great week to be a professional wrestling fan, WrestleMania week, and so much to en- enjoy. Yes, going to be great. And then also, fans, make sure you tune in uh, to our podcast this Thursday um, as Chris and I will be joined with Jeff um, in another um, edition talking about my career, the early embryonic stages. Uh, and I think this week we're going to be covering the year 1997. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have some great stories. Uh, Chris, I, I had a I had a good uh <laughs> ring rat story last week uh on on the show uh and who knows i may have some more this week um it's just it's just great 
uh, Jeff Jeff comes in and and he talks about you know because you know he was he was the promoter at the time so he kept he kept everything I done right you know, written down. Um, I never done that. I, I did record a lot of my matches, um, but I I wish now looking back, I wish I had kept a, like a record book of everything I'd done. But I was just excited to be doing it. I just didn't I, I didn't do that. But but Jeff did. So uh, so I'm looking forward to um, Jeff joining us uh, later on this week uh, as we take a trip down memory lane, uh, talking about my career and uh, how I got started. And uh, so '97 was a fun year. And I can't wait to share some of those stories uh, with the listeners at home. Uh, Chris, you have anything else uh, before we go off the air today? Man, no, I'm glad we squeezed this episode in, Tony. We talked about some face flaps tonight, some just current wrestling news. And like I said, hey, fans, enjoy it. Take it all in, whether you're watching on the national scene, the local scene, or anywhere in between as it relates to professional wrestling. It's a great time to be a fan, the perfect time of the year with it being the WrestleMania season, you know, grab it all and uh, absorb it and, and, and have fun with it. And uh, I appreciate the fans listening and can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to later on in the week. Well, fans, make sure that you uh, go like our Facebook page, uh, go check out the NAWA, get your tickets, uh, and we will see you later on in the week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to The Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.